for the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. So the sound isn't coming through on our end. Again. The sound is not coming through on our end. Recording stopped.
today and with the word of God. As she come, let us pray for her, pray with her. And let me tell you, God is always speaking. Always. Yes. Always yes. speaking. Yes. And we need to listen. Yes. To what God is saying. And even right now, we need to know what God is saying for each and every one of us. We need to know what God is saying for Zeus and International Four Square Gospel Church. We need to not only hear, but we need to also be doers yes. of his word. Amen. 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 We need a word. If there's ever been a time that we need a word from God, the time is now. Yes. Amen. Yes. The time is now. Amen. And it's, it's one thing to, to hear the word, but it's another thing to be obedient to his word. Amen. Amen. So as she comes right now, none other than our executive pastor, Chaplain Daniel, Chaplain Daniel, come in with the word of God at this time. Amen, amen. Before I come in with the word, I'd like to ask for all hearts and minds to just join me right now as we say a prayer for the Bazille family, um, if you would, and, and bear with me because now I'm starting to have some technical difficulties. My screen is freezing here, amen. All right. Most gracious and heavenly Father, as we lift up Solid Rock and all the members Father, because I know that this had to be a shock. As we say, we, we went in for one thing and then his life was snuffed out just like that. I cannot say how his, I cannot imagine how his wife, his family, his congregation, if, it, it's, if it's impacting us, we cannot even put ourselves in their shoes. But I ask that, Father, you hear our prayers. We stand in the gap for them, Father, as we stand in the gap and we usher in Holy Spirit to just comfort them and to lead them and to guide them and may solid rock continue in his legacy, Father, because you know all that it meant to him. You know his heart's desire, Father. And as, as, as they prepare for his homegoing or his homecoming services, we pray that they will have a memorial here for those in the United States that will mourn the loss of this great man of God, Father. So, Father, I thank you for this opportunity for us to come together and just lift them up right now. In your gracious name, in Jesus' name, I pray and I thank you. Amen. 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 All right. I am I've been trying to print, and my printer is not printing. So I'm going to attempt to read from my screen or either from my notes as I <laughs> deliver this message this morning. Amen. So, all right. It is, it is, it is. So let me start. Um the rest of our um, recording here. Mm. While I am transitioning over, Pastor, if I can ask you and Sister Christine to share, to share from connection, if I may. Sister Christine, take it. Yes. 
what a glorious time we had in Connection 2022. We thoroughly enjoyed ourselves. It started off with, a, of course, the general session, which was comprised on worship. And we, we heard from our president, uh, Pastor Randy Remington, who gave an opening welcome to all the attendees from around the world, not just those from the U.S., but those who were across the globe. We had an awesome opportunity to hear from other pastors and leaders. We had speakers that actually gave their testimonies of how the last two and a half years were very turbulent. But the word of the Lord, if we could just surmise all of their collective comments was we are going on in Christ Jesus the ministry continues and as uh, as the four square church will be celebrating 100 years history next year we are just excited that even in the midst of all that's going on yes. in the world we are going to continue in the faith we're going to continue to serve families and communities and spread the gospel no matter where our feet are planted it was an awesome time. We heard again just from so many that have uh, lost loved ones. As the four square, see the number of uh, will be celebrating one hundred years. We even had a moment of silence for the brothers and sisters, and I can tell you, it was at least a hundred in the four square family that have gone on to be with the Lord. And as there are those that are still grieving, we know again that although they may have gone down into the earth so that others may live. It is our mission and it is our charge to share the gospel in community. It was, again, an amazing time. Uh, we just had a, a, an awesome time in the Lord and the worship. There was nothing like it. We've been away from each other for a long time now. But God made space for us to come together and worship and just adore him, honor him, and thank him that we're still here and we are still, again, commissioned as his disciples, to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. What an awesome time. The workshops were fantastic. Uh, one in particular was the workshop for African-American pastors and leaders. And that's where we had an opportunity to hear from Chandra, Pastor Chandra, who again is one of the uh, Atlantic district, actually for the Atlantic area. Uh, um, is, uh, again, known as the second-hand person to uh, Randy Remington. And I tell you, it was an awesome opportunity to hear from this sister who the Lord has raised up. And her charge, again, is to uh, support
got presented here. And it was just so beautiful. Amen. And I, I pray to God, 2023, that you're able to go to California to see the history. Let me tell you, Four Square Church, back in the day, when they wouldn't allow our people, African-Americans, to go to college and the seminaries and all that, the pastor, Bishop Blake, his father, and Bishop, uh, some of the older patriots, that's where they went, to Four Square College. Amen. We have a lot of history. Amen. God has blessed us. I tell you, it was beautiful to see people. It's all about family, the family of God. I, I'm so grateful that we were able to go and thank you for supporting. Amen. And helping. Amen. So next year, we're looking for you in Anaheim, California. Amen. All right, Chaplain Daniels. It is well, it is well with my soul with my soul it is well it is well Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you all for that song. Yes. Yes. Thank everybody for chiming in. It is well. It is well. Most gracious and heavenly Father, it is well. Just remove Tiffany and download so that this lesson will go how you want it to go, regardless of the notes, regardless of the lesson, regardless of the writing, regardless of the printer. Have your way, Father. 
technology does not overrule. Have your way, Father. Have your way. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So as Pastor has already shared, it is Pentecost Sunday. As we move into Pentecost, you want to know, um, I did a little research and I'm going to give uh, credit to my credits. All right. So that if they, if anything is listening to this or observes this later on, since we are streaming on YouTube and Facebook, I want to make sure that we give the proper credits. But today's lesson is on the Shavuot and Pentecost. So we're going into the Old Testament. How many times do you recall me always saying the Old Testament is what is to come or to be revealed in the New Testament, right? So Pentecost, as Pastor shared, and as we know, came 50 days after the resurrection of Christ. All right, so um, may I provide, again, my credits. One is, as Pastor already shared, our Foursquare Gospel Church and their belief and their teachings, right? Such great teachings, and especially on the Pentecost. So I am so grateful to be a part of Foursquare Gospel Church and what uh, uh, Sister Amy Simple McPherson started she was so wise, so wise for her time and doors were open for that great woman of God during her time. It is just so awesome. I could go on and on and on in the study of, of her lineage and her legacy to where we are today. But I also want to give honor to where I've been studying for school with the Revival College and Revival Baptist Church, as well as Faithful Performance Church and the message of Christ for their studies and the notes that I was able to take on the Pentecost. So let us discuss a few points. I'm going to start in the Old Testament first. So I'm going to ask you if you would to um, turn to Leviticus uh, 23, if you would, please. And Excuse me, looking up and down on the glasses here. All right. And I'll be reading from the King James Version a few of the scriptures from the Leviticus 23. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them concerning the feast of the Lord, which ye shall proclaim to be holy convocation, even these are my feasts. Six days shall work be done, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest, and holy convocation ye shall do no work therein. It is the Sabbath of the Lord in all your dwellings. These are the feasts of the Lord, even holy convocations, which ye shall proclaim in their seasons. And I'm going to stop there. The birth of Israel, the birth of the church is found in Leviticus 23. And I'm going to ask somebody, somebody to please mute their background. Got a whole lot of movement going on there. Then we're going to move on, if you would, to the New Testament, Acts 2 and 1. All right. 
right, I am going to mute you. Give me a moment. Let me find out where it's coming from. All right, thank you. So now give me a moment to get to Acts 2. Hallelujah. All right, so Acts 2 and 1, and I'm going to read a few verses here because I'm going to go from 1 through 12, and I am reading from the King James Version. And you all are quite familiar with it. So therefore, it may sound like music to your ears. All right, Acts 2 and 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And they and there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men, out of every nation under heaven. Now, when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded because that every man heard them speak in his own language. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? And how hear we every man in our own tongue, wherein we were born? Parthians and Medians and Elamites and the dwellers, the Mosopotamia and in Judea and in Cappadocia and in Pontus and Asia and Phrygia and Pamphylia and Egypt and in the parts of Libya about Syrian and strangers of Rome, Jews and proselytes, Cretes and Abrams, Abraham, and as we do hear them speak in their tongues the wonderful works of God. And they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, what meaneth this? Now, I want you to capture the amazement of what happened here and not so much on the pronunciation of my, of my, the cities. Okay. All right. So dwell on the amazement of what is going on here. And then we can listen to the Bible app and get the correct pronunciation later. All right. All right. But let's look at the fire, the word, the spirit comes down on three thousand people at this time. Three thousand people are saved in that moment. The room is filled with the apostles, yes, but that spirit came down on all those that were dwelling in that space. Please see this. Please see this. When they say the, the tongues, now, now we look at it as the gnashing and the clothing. Can you imagine? 
Because see, some time ago in the Old Testament, Herod had built the temple for them to go and pray in. Now they went back to the upper room because they were fearful. They didn't know what to do. Can you imagine just as we just prayed for a solid rock? Can you imagine their hearts? They're like, what are we going to do? What's going to happen to the church? Now put yourselves in the disciples' places, right? In the disciples' space when they're like, oh my goodness, our Lord and Savior, he came, he taught, he was killed, he went under, he came back, but this time he told them something different. This time he said, I'm gone for good. I'm gone for good, but don't be fearful because I am going to send a comforter to you. But they didn't know what it was. They didn't know what he was talking about. They're like, Lord, you're leaving us. Where are you going? How can we continue this without you? They had in, they hadn't a clue. Now, see, we can look at it today because we know the story unfolded, right? We know. But at the time, put yourself in a crisis and think about you're looking all around you and trying to figure out what your next step is going to be. And then all of a sudden they, the wind started coming. Now think just what, what we do when we get a tornado watch, right? And you see, you hear the sirens going off and then you look out at the wind, out your windows and you see the wind blowing and you hear the wind gushing and the trees rolling and, and being so resilient, right? Rolling back and forth and the leaves falling and you start praying, right? That's what we do, right? We start praying, right? Lord, pass my home, right? Pass my house, not my house. Let no damage come to us, right? And then all of a sudden, they started seeing the fire coming towards them. So can you imagine what we would be doing right about now? Right? They started seeing the fire coming towards them. And then it lands. And they are able to feel the Holy Spirit's presence. The presence of the Lord is upon them. You know how we say like fire, shut up in my bones, right? Hallelujah. So now they feel the presence. So now they are fully equipped to do what he told them they would be able to do. All right. So put a pin right there. I'm going to go back to the Old Testament for a moment. And let me see if I can Go in here and remove my virtual setting, right? Because <laughs> I know it's causing me to probably go back and forth a little bit there. So then as they are now Holy Ghost filled, right? Now they are able to look back. And I want us to go back to 2,000 years ago, going back to the Old Testament in Exodus. All right. As a matter of fact, Exodus 19. And now God gave Moses the Torah over 2,000 years ago, right? All right. Let's now, now we talked about the disciples 
and the Holy Spirit descending upon them. Let's go to Moses now. Moses is the only man that we know that the Bible tells us that stood in the glory of God. And he was sustained with all that back and forth that he did from God to the people, from God to the people. And then he was sustained for 40 days in the presence of God, not having any food or anything to drink. Sound familiar? Remember, Old Testament, New Testament, how they correlate. On Mount Sinai, this is where Israel is now told they are free. They're now given the commandments. They're now given manna. They're also given water as Moses strikes the rock, which causes his, his um, denies him the right to go into the promised land. But while they are there, the celebration of what God gave to man, what was the house and the promised land, they no longer what they called the first fruits, All right, the yes. wheat. But now in the Pentecost, we celebrate, let me back up a little bit. While Moses was there in the promised land with them, they were given everything that they would need to be in the presence of God. They got scared. And they decided they didn't want to go in the presence of God. Instead, they asked Moses to go. Uh -huh. Now, family, I know we know the story and therefore, it's a lot easier for us to be judgmental and say, why wouldn't they want to be in the presence of God? After all those years of praying to be let out of bondage, as we are praying, Jesus, when are you coming back? Right? All those years, they were praying, and now they had the opportunity to live with God, to be in his presence, and they get scared and say, no, you go. It's like, wow, where is our faith? And how often do we do this to God when he gives us the very thing that we ask for? So now let me move forward to the first fruits. Because remember now, the Passover, they had to slay the lamb, the, the blood, the ritual and all that stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. And with the, the wheat, making the, the bread with the, the, the manna and the, and the, what is the unleavened bread and all this, right? They had to go through all these rituals because they decided that they did not want to be in the presence of God. But when Jesus came, he did one simple thing. Because see now, in the Pentecost, we celebrate what we do. Are you following me? Come on. We can now celebrate 
what we do because Jesus cleared the way for us now. We no longer have to do all these sacrifices. Now, all we have to do is offer what we do. Because see, in the upper room, the temple came to us. And we are now the temple. So by offering what we do as the temple is within us, then Jesus made it also clear, also easy for us to follow the feast of weeks to Passover. So we no longer have to go through all of those things. Every feast that they went through was a rehearsal of the feast of weeks because they paved the way from Passover to Pentecost. And it continues until this day because of what they went through. So in Acts 2, it also speaks of 500 that were invited to the Lord's Supper, right? 500 that were invited. Only 120 showed. Come on. That is one-fourth of the 500 that arrived to the table. Meaning only one out of every four that were invited stood up and came to the table, to the call. But that's all right, because that only confirms Jesus' prophecy when you question the number 120. That's why only 120 out of the 500 showed up to do the work. Remember, out of all the Israelites, they were fearful to go. They told Moses to go in their stead. Now Jesus is here right before them and only 120 showed up to do the work. Do you understand? They tried to kill us, but Jesus won. So as Jesus said at the last supper, it's time to eat. So are you ready to eat family? Are you ready to eat? You see, the Pentecost is the reason for the Passover, not the Passover with all the rituals for the Pentecost. The Pentecost is the true reason. It is not the follow-up. Please know this. What happened during the Passover had to happen for us to get to the Pentecost. When you read, every time you read the book of Ruth, I want you to remember this. 
you will see within the book of Ruth, it is telling us about the birth of King David. And King David is the initiation of the lineage to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So every time you go back and you read that book of every preparation that they did to prepare for the Passover in Exodus from Leviticus, so from Exodus to Leviticus and the book of Ruth. Remember, these are the things that had to take place for our Lord and Savior to be ushered into the lineage of King David. Now, follow me, please. You're still, you should still be in the book of Acts. We want to go back to Acts chapter 1, verse 7. I hope I'm making this plain and clear enough for you to put the pieces together and to see the vision as it is laid out before us. Hallelujah. You see, I know the King James Version sometimes makes it a little difficult in the language of the thou's and the thou arts and so on and so forth, but it all lays out so simple when you're able to put it all together. In Acts 1, drop down to verse 7, and it reads, And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the time or the seasons which the Father has put in his own power, but ye shall receive power after that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. So you see, family, that temple, that Holy Ghost fire, the gnashing of the teeth, for it to land in each one of us, just as it did with the disciples. And then Jesus gave them charge and told them, first, your neighbors, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria. But then he said, after you go through your neighbors, you've got to go further unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Now we know that as the disciples went out and they took that charge with them, many of them were martyred, right? That's why I said, they want to kill us for taking his word into the places of the earth where it has to go. It has to go. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. He was no longer with them. What is an ending here that, that needs to take place for your life to truly begin to walk in the Spirit's power? You see, for the disciples, 
he told them he would give them a comforter, but then he had to leave them finally for the last time for them to truly get it. It's up to you now. You've got to go. But what will it take for you or you or for you? What will it take for you to truly get it that you have been provided all you need? You have the power of the Holy Spirit within you. How does the scripture speak to you about it when you read that verse? Does it equip you? Does it empower you? Does it allow you to know that it's already there? What are you waiting for? It's already there. For those of you that know me, I won't keep pointing a finger at you. Let me just share for me. So for those of you that know me, you've heard me share about that part of my grief healing, right? Where um, I was recognizing the deaths of my pillars, right? So I say that they were my strong towers or my beams as a child and they surrounded me. So put yourself, see, visualize like a coliseum, okay? And you know that each one of those beams, those structures that surround that building are strong right? And they hold that building up. But through the deaths of father, grandfather, grandmother, uh, uh, whomever, aunties, uncles, brothers, sisters, he removed those beams one at a time. And it also seemed like one year right after the other, each one, gone. Those I looked at because they had been there during times of trouble for my mom and I. Even though it may not have all been hunky-dory, but they had been there, right, for us in our times of need. Now, one at a time, they each disappeared. And I thought that as they disappeared, we were going to fall, that we were going to fail, that we would have no solace, that we would have no place to go. And soon there were none left. But she and I, today, just she and I. And after much prayer, with this, this scripture is what I started to realize that I had idolized those individuals. That then due to their strengths in my time of need, I had put them before God. Now, again, as a child, I, I, my prayer life wasn't that great, right? So what did I know? I just knew that every time we needed something, we could pick up the phone and call them and they would either be there or we would go there. And that's how it worked, right? But little did I realize, as we just shared, you see, we were running to them. Now, I can't speak for my mom and her faith. Again, 
I'm following her and I'm believing in what I'm seeing. I was so thankful for their help and their support at our time of need that they were all I knew. I didn't realize that I had already been baptized. So therefore, I had everything I needed to survive as a child at that time. But just to press forward and to lean in and be strong. So family, as I share with you and we go through those scriptures, I want you to add to your reading also at a later time, Acts 2. So catch on fire over in the Holy Ghost. Amen. God is yet the same today and forevermore. 
That's a powerful word, amen. And if you don't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you can receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Glory to God. But we thank you for that word. Amen. And we thank God for using you in this mm -hmm. time. Thank you. We are so blessed. Uh, Minister Christine, you can take it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for our Pastor Tiffany who delivered again a wonderful message on Pentecost. And you know, when you surprise everything that she said, it's a promise is a promise. And we know that people can make promises all day long, but we know our God is faithful and he is a promise keeper. She stated how everything we need to get the job done is in us. And the day that we accepted Jesus Christ as Savior, but the bonus is having the Holy Ghost, having the Holy Spirit, and without the Spirit, we know we can do nothing, nothing on our own. We've been made that promise, and everything that we need, again, to get the job done is already in us. The power was given to us, and we are witnesses of Christ Jesus, and the charge has been handed down to us. I like how she demonstrated the baton when they're running marathons and races. How once that baton has been handed off, it's just not handed off to hold it. It's handed off so that the work can Amen. be done. And we know that we've all been called loved ones who were dear and near to her heart. But how she came to learn that the goodness of Jesus, even with the losses, God still stood then with her and her mother and still to this day stands with her. Mm -hmm. So what an encouraging message from mm -hmm. Pentecost Sunday. I love how she mentioned too, she gave us an assignment and her assignment was that we need to go ahead and read Acts 2, 4, 18 and 19, we count again, it's a choice. It's up to us to receive him in the fullness. And the fullness, if we want the entire package, let us receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit as Pastor just concluded. Mm -hmm. So at this time, if you're in a position of prayer, any prayer requests at this time, anyone desiring prayer at this time, we know that we want to continue. We want to continue to keep again the Bazil family, uh, our brother, dear brother, ambassador for the Lord has gone on home to be with Jesus, but we know that he is in a safe place. And we again continue to pray for the family uh, for the days ahead, the months ahead, and even the years ahead. Amen. And for that powerful ministry. I'm so thankful and grateful that we had an opportunity. Um, it's been a couple of years to fellowship with them. And mm -hmm. I tell you, royalty, the way they praise God, it was amazing. I mean, it was just a ministry, if I had to put words to it, a ministry of um, nothing really perfect, but I can tell you, with grace and with with uh, adoration for the Lord, the worship was amazing. And I just thank and praise God again for our dear brother, uh, Pastor Bazil. Uh, Mother CJ, I see your hand up. God bless you. 
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for Pentecost Sunday. I've been yes. looking forward to it all week. I've been studying on it and learning more about it and mm. just being blessed. And <laughs> my daughter, thank you. Thank you for your heart. Amen. Amen. Um, I, we all, you know, there are many of us here at the co-op that realize that we are under a vicious attack because it seemed like there's nothing to turn around without something going on. So we still haven't got a front door. Amen. Mr. Ibram, our uh, manager, has mm -hmm. been calling and looking and seeking. But one thing I have realized about services these days, one, uh, since COVID, many, we have lost many businesses, many of the contractors that we've used for different things, windows and so forth and so on, are no longer in business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Another thing is that uh, sometimes we have been the only properties in D.C. that some of these companies serve, like landscapers and so forth and so on. And, um, and gas prices and, you know, other reasons, things, business falling off, it's not profitable to them to come to D.C. for one property. So, therefore, our grass had kind of gotten up to our knees <laughs> before someone really came um, uh, yesterday. He found someone that would come. And then our budget. You know, these are small companies, most of them. We can only pay once a month because we're subsidized. And a lot of companies can afford to wait once a month to be paid. So, I'm thankful the Lord has given me that insight. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to get in there on my, well, I've got some parked cars to look after, illegally parked cars when I finish this, but I'm going to get in there on my computer and I'm going to reach out and ask for some help. Amen. Amen. Yes. Please, mm -hmm. um, Praise God. To remember our uh, property management company. Yes. I have a neighbor, Mr. Elaine Wicket, who is um, in stage four. She's been going through many procedures and um, the chemo and whatnot. And it's beginning to tell on her, but that woman is a woman of faith. Amen. And today I'd like Amen. to talk to you later about her again because she, she realizes, yes, she would like to have uh, some others reaching out to her. All right? Thank you. The Women's, uh, the Women's Veterans Committee reached out to her before, and at that time she couldn't understand mm -hmm. what it is that they did. Okay. But now she uh, is seeing yes. uh, more outreach. Okay. Okay. Then uh, we just we found out that, um, like she said, all of my, um, my mom's family and her dad and his family are gone. So um, my mother's youngest brother, he has a young, he has uh, four children, mm -hmm. four children. So his youngest son has been suffering with health problems throughout. But now we understand he too is in stage four. And he is a pastor at the, um, uh, the Mount Zion uh, Baptist Church over here off of 16th Street Northwest. He's one of their uh, general pastors, associate pastors there. Um, and we want to please remember Dwayne Coley, D-W-A-Y-N-E. C-O-L-E-Y. Amen. Hallelujah. And um, 
I've already spoken to you about the door. There's some other major things that need to come taken care of here. And then uh, one of my one of my beautiful prayer partners, Mother Gigi, down in Georgia, her daughter-in-law, Pepper, was rushed to emergency surgery a few days ago, a few nights ago. Now, yesterday, she texted me and said she was rushed back again to emergency mm -hmm. surgery. So please remember this family in a very special manner. Stay tuned um, to um, our partners with the grief share. Hallelujah, Sister Christine. Amen. Praise and God. we also have a, a, a very, very beautiful prison ministry uh, that they do. So we want to praise God. And uh, uh, she's been trying to see how to um, get into Cumberland. Amen. And I think now they have a contact you mother cj father god in the name of jesus we just want to bless you right now for mother cj god we thank you for a woman of god a woman of faith who stands on the wall not just for her family god but yet for her community father god in the name of jesus you are the door you're the open door god now we ask god on behalf of the co-op oh god that you lord god would lord god contract lord god reach out lord god and Father God, find the right company, Lord God, to secure a door on their facility, God, right now in the name of Jesus. God, we ask right now that you would, again, use the resources that you deem, Lord God, as appropriate, and Lord God, within their budget, oh God. Oh God, we just bless you for what you're doing in the community and how, Lord God, you have, again, the pillars, Lord, that are keeping, again, the Lord God co-op, oh God, oh God, in prayer, Lord God, for all that is needed. So we just thank you right now that you're sustaining, you're providing, and Lord God, you have those in place, oh God, to secure, oh God, for safety, oh God, and Lord God, for security, and more so for an opportunity to save, Lord God, souls that may be, Lord God, coming in contact with the residents in the name of Jesus. We ask, oh God, that you would continue to use Mother as she does her research, oh God, and how she, Lord God, reaches out to, again, various individuals and ministries, God, to assist her neighbors. We thank you, oh God, for her neighbors, Lord God, and particularly the one, Lord God, who is on her bed of affliction. God, we ask that you would, Lord God, just be with her. Again, let your presence be known even the more, God. And as she, God, continues to move through, Lord, her diagnosis, oh God, we ask that you would strengthen her mind and her body, how to do even and Lord God, for the hope of her healing, in the name of Jesus. God, we ask right now that you would bless, Lord God, and cover with your anointing, Brother Dwayne Coley, Lord God, as he continues, God, to serve for your kingdom, God. We ask that you would give him all that he needs, God. And Lord God, even with his affliction, God, we ask that you would strengthen him, oh God. Oh God, let him know that you're ever near, God, and that you're his <coughs> sustainer, and you will restore, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we bless you for Mother Gigi, God, as her daughter Pepper, Lord God, goes into emergency surgery, God. You have made her, Lord God. You know the 
entire anatomy, O oh God, of her body. You have created her, Lord God. Now we would ask, Lord God, or oh, the breath of healing, God, upon her, Lord Jesus. Bless each and every one who tends to her, even in the medical facility, God. Oh God, let her too continue to look to the hills from where her help comes from, God. Her help comes from you, the maker of heaven and earth, God. So bless her, Lord God, and continue again to remain close, God, and let her draw upon you, Lord, even at her time of sickness. We thank you for the prison ministry, O oh God. As many, Lord God, the numbers have increased in the last year, Lord, for those returning, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, to communities from, Lord God, the facilities, God. We ask right now that every prison ministry on this globe, oh God, Lord God, that you again would just continue to support the ministry, God, as they welcome, Lord God, those who are returning into population and even to support those who may still remain behind, Lord God, those walls, God. We ask that you would cover, consecrate, and even allow your word to reach their ears and to reach their heart and let them, Lord God, say yes to Jesus, whether they may be, Lord God, in a place of isolation, but never isolated from you. We thank you as you're moving in ministry, Lord God. And we just bless your name. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Any other praise or prayer requests? God bless you, Mother C. Yes, you got uh, Jonathan. Brother Jonathan. Brother Jonathan, God bless you. Good to see you. Good to see y'all too. God bless you. Can y'all hear me? Mm -hmm. yes, yes, we can hear you. Okay, so um, I'm facing a jury trial tomorrow. And um, the court of law is uh, forcing me, you know, to represent myself if I don't have uh, a lawyer with me tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Um, you know, uh, that, that, that's where I'm at. Regardless if I made a mistake, this, this happened two years ago. Uh, I still deserve to have proper legal representation. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, regardless, I know God is good. I know he's been with me. You know, I'm a grateful believer. Amen. Uh, right now, I just need my brothers and sisters in Christ as a support team. Uh, You're frozen. Brother Jonathan. Coming, bro. Okay. Jonathan. Yeah. Go ahead and finish. Oh, I'm finished. I'm finished. That's that's it. Okay. Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for our, our brother Jonathan, Lord God. We thank you, oh God, that he continues, Lord God, tomorrow approaches, Lord God. At 9 a.m., there is a trial, Father God, where he has to, Lord God, be present, oh God, by himself. But Lord God, you said you are with us, Lord God, even in the time of trouble or sorrow, God. So we ask right now in the name of Jesus that you go before him, oh God, as he appears, Lord God, in the courtroom on tomorrow. 
you are the righteous judge, O oh God. And Lord God, as he, Lord God, continues to put his life in your hands, God, we ask that you would just, Lord God, encourage his heart. Give him the hope, Lord God, the hope of Christ Jesus, who will stand by his side, Lord God. And as Lord God, those who are presiding over God, this trial, God, we ask in the name of Jesus that, Lord God, the spirit of favor would fall upon Jonathan, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord let Jesus. there be a miracle that takes place, God, and let him again go in assurance and know, Lord God, that you have never failed and you will not fail him. Father God, we ask that he would, Lord God, again, just seek your face, oh God, for what to say, when to speak, when not to speak, oh God. Give him the words that will come out, Lord God, oh God, at the time of this trial, God. And Lord God, as you meet his very need, oh God, you, we know that you're going to be right there with him, Father. Let him again have the assurance, oh God, his faith in Christ Jesus, oh God, that he is not by himself. And as he is before the judge, God, we will be praying, Lord God, and standing in proxy, Lord God, for again, the outcome, God, as per your will. So we just bless you, God. And we ask, God, that again, you allow him to go in peace. Even give him a good night's rest, O oh God, so that when he appears, Lord God, the favor again and your anointing will fall upon Jonathan and that the trial, Lord God, will end in a favorable manner. So we ask again, order his steps, O oh God, continue to just be with him and again assure him, Lord God, that he can call upon you, God, even in this time, Lord God. Uh, with the legal system. We just bless your name, God, and we thank you. And we'll continue to keep him lifted up in prayer. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. amen. Thank you, Father. I'd like to um, any, ask. Any I'm, other prayer requests yeah. at this time? Can you hear God me, God Sister Christine? God bless you, Jonathan. Mm -hmm. God bless y'all as well, and thank you. Yeah. Can you hear me, I'm Sister Christine? Pastor? I might ask for saying something. Yeah. Can yeah. you all hear me? Yes. Oh, Sister Kay? Yes. Uh, yes. I, I would like you to pray for the Linda Stewart family. She's the mother of my goddaughter. I uh, received a call this morning that she made a transition during the night. She celebrated her 60th birthday last weekend. But this morning, she mm. has gone to be with the Lord. Another friend of mine and a close a neighbor was admitted during the night to George Washington uh, Hospital. And we do offer prayers to give that family strength. I am just broken, and I'm just trying to hold it together for my goddaughter and the grandkids. Thank you so very much. I'm just, I'm just full about right now. Thank you so very much. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just, Lord God, come to you, Lord God in this time of sorrow for loss, oh God, for Sister Kay, oh God. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, Belinda Stewart, God, and the family, Father God, we, we again just lift the family up before you right now, Lord God, as they mourn the loss, oh God. Lord, we ask that, Lord God, you would just wipe away the tears, and again, 
Lord God. Comfort, hold, oh God, and encourage them in Christ Jesus, oh God. And as, Lord God, the days will unfold, Lord God, and the realization sinks in, oh God, that the love, the precious loved one, Lord God, has gone home to be with you. We ask that you would strengthen the family. We ask that you would provide and meet every need, oh God. Let them draw even closer the more, Lord Jesus, but let them keep their eyes on you, oh God, as the healer and Lord God, the comforter in the days, oh God, in the months and even in the years to come. Father, we ask God a special blessing for Sister Kay, God. Lord God, as Lord God, she again mourns, Lord God, and is sorrowful, God. We ask that you would give her strength, infuse her, Lord God, with your precious Holy Spirit, the spirit and the blanket of comfort, oh God, as she again mourns the loss of her loved one, oh God. Strengthen her, God, and let her again see you, Lord God, as the one who will, Lord God, just bring about a peace and comfort as, Lord God, these next days will be even more difficult. There is no sorrow that heaven cannot heal. Your word says it, that we are to, again, Lord God, look to you because it is you, Lord God, that will bring us to, Lord God, a, a, a successful God and, Lord God, yet a solemn, Lord God, understanding that death has its sting, but God, you, Father, have overcome the world and even death, Lord God, you have overcome. So we just bless your name, God. We ask God in the name of Jesus uh, for her neighbor, Lord God. Oh, Lord Jesus, we ask again that you would again comfort those who, Lord God, have become and became to know, Lord God, this precious neighbor, oh God. We ask, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that the family members, members would gather together and support one another in love, kindness, and care, God, as again they seek the memory of, for the loss of the precious loved one, God. We ask God again that your arm of protection and your arm of peace, oh God, yes, oh God. God, would rest upon each and every one, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We just bless you and we thank you for being a loving, kind, and caring God. And we'll be ever so grateful, oh God, as you bring the family through. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. Amen. 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 Any other prayer requests? this time. I just want us to keep uh, the Westcott family in prayer. Uh, and I got a call from Mike yesterday that one of their cousins got shot. And so I don't know all the preliminary particulars and all that as of yet. I pray that they're still living. I don't know all of that. But just keep them in your prayer. Thank you, Pastor. Pastor, do you want to take that prayer request for Mike and Sierra? Heavenly Father, we thank you and we bless you. God, we don't know the outcome, but God, we know that you are in control. And God, we come against all this senseless killing, all this violence, all this evil. God, I pray that the church arise oh God and power God we, we curse the root of the evil the wickedness oh God in the name of Jesus God we pray God that you strengthen the Westcott family that you will hold them up God that you will be with them 
and God's every household that's been affected by the evil one. And God, we cancel the assignment of the devil mm -hmm. right now in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. God, we pray that your strength be upon us. God, that we encourage one another, that we lift up one another, that we pray one for another. I pray in the name of Jesus. We give you praise and thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor. Amen. Okay. Any other comments, uh, Pastor, before we turn it over to uh, Pastor Tiffany to close us out? Pastor, any other comments? None. Okay. Pastor Tiffany, we're going to turn it back over to you. And again, we thank and praise God for that wonderful message. Oh God, on Pentecost Sunday. We thank, thank you. you. God bless you. Pastor Tiffany. Mm -hmm. Hi, it's good to see you.
Amen. 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 You muted. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All hearts and minds. Thank you, Sister Christine, for all the prayer requests. Most gracious and heavenly Father, as we leave this space, but never your presence, may we, may we rest, rule, and abide within you, and may we learn the true meaning of Pentecost, but knowing the true reason for Holy Spirit being within our temples, and may we honor our temples, may we take care of our temples, and may we lead by your charge. Keep us and strengthen us. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless. God bless. And remember, Shabbat and Pentecost. Shalom. Shalom. Amen. God bless. Have God a blessed bless. day and a blessed week. Amen. All right. Shalom. Shalom. Shalom.